yo, what up, everybody? It is I, the host, Axel the Great, and uh, we're at Tesdental Talks number one with my homeboy, Duke World. So before we get started, I do want to say that uh, I've seen this individual grow from pre-teen years, even kid years. I've known him for a very long time, and uh, I've seen him start a passion in the middle of high school, then then work his way off to take a, a huge leap off to college in Cali, I believe, for fashion, and because he really saw you know a vision in in fashion or owning a, a brand in general, and um, I've, he went as far as reaching out to China for manufacturers to get some some mockups made, and I didn't, I've never even took that step still to this day for my brand, and so he he really knew what he was doing, but then something happened. And he started doing video. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like photography and then switched into video. He came back, switched up, started making music videos for Geo Boy, the rapper locally, Bremerton, my little brother. I've seen his development through the first video and to the videos that are out now. And dude, this guy surpassed me like a motherfucker, bro. Yeah, man, this guy's amazing. He learned real fast. And I, I know he's been through some mental shit as anyone that started something. They've always crashed and burned and, and brought themselves back up. So without further ado, everybody, it's Pierre Duke right here. Not Pierre Duke, I Duke World. Same thing. Wakanda forever. Yes, sir. I'm going to start this off with a dab. I'll do this every single podcast. Pre-funk. Yep. And uh, obviously I won't do it if the person's like, no, I don't like it around me or whatever. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just go outside. And, I'm just kidding, no. Bro. But, uh, yeah. Are you a sinner? <laughs> what? We all sin. Smirked. Here we go. Cheers, buddy. Cheers for the, for the, what was it? Podcast. That's for the podcast. podcast. Yes, first episode, opening episode. Yo, this is a big deal. <sighs> I like how I breathe with you right there. Well, I give it a five. All right. Level. I could have took a bigger one. Okay. I haven't dabbed in a while. That's, that's I'm just trying to take it easy. I don't want to get oh, smirked. Yeah, like that one time, I, uh, your Gio's brother. I said Gio's brother. Your brother, Gio. Yeah. <laughs> birthday yep. party. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> What do you want to know? <coughs> We're here. <laughs> It's, it's it's always random, random when like someone figures out like, and it's not for sure, right? You obviously it's unfor- uncertain mm-hmm. that, uh, but you you feel like it, it's something that's like bigger than you, mm-hmm. and it's something that you want to chase. You know what I mean? I don't know what age you were when that happened. It probably was when you started making clothing initially, mm-hmm. and then you just dove into different fields. Yeah. But uh, you, uh, if if you're if you ever heard the podcast that we did before, Old um, yeah, he he started doing clothing because he didn't like the clothes that his dad was getting him. You know, that's, like that's, everybody, yeah, it's the blunt truth. But um, where what was it, or like what was it that made you wanna switch from making clothes to initially doing photography and making videos? Um. 
Well, the funny part is, I don't even know if I talked about this really last time in our in the last pod- podcast. Uh, <coughs> I don't know if you remember, but um, at the same time I was doing clothing, mm. I decided to do uh, videography too. Like literally, I remember at telling. The same time. Yeah. Oh I, wait, no, you did make that vid, the movie. Mm-hmm. I was doing stuff like, but I wasn't chasing after it. Like I, I you just did it. Cause yeah, cause what I was thinking was. I'm going to be my own videographer. I'm going to be my own photographer for my clothing brand. So I have to learn this stuff. So if I'm going to learn it, I might as well have fun with it, you know, and right. do and like practice and like, like break out of my comfort, comfort zone to mm-hmm. fucking, I, I like, I, I think I told, said this in, but maybe I didn't in the last podcast, but, uh, like I filmed for like a couple months just with my phone on like mm-hmm. a little, uh, not even a tripod, like, a phone like stand. It was literally his phone. It was literally his phone. <laughs> yeah, going through school with a filming tiny mic. Yeah, with a tiny mic. T mic filming yeah. <laughs> at school, like through the hallways. Mm-hmm. Uh, your brother Geo, shout out to Geo. Um, every single time we had a class together, he would see me filming and run in front of the camera, so he would be in as many shots as possible. <laughs> yeah. So. I was like already doing it, but I just but I was so focused on clothing that I didn't. I was like, it's just a, like a hobby that right. I'm like into, and I even like I was into photography in middle school, but I didn't have like money or anything. Mm. So when I went to high school, I took a photography class so I could be like in it to see if I liked it, and I really did. So I told my dad, I was like, "Yo, um, I really want a camera. That's all I want for Christmas." So he got me a Fujifilm, like, it was a digital camera. Uh, you couldn't even take off the fucking lens at all, you know? And so I took a few pictures here oh, and damn. there. Yeah. So ba- very basic. Very basic. Like, it zoomed in and stuff, but, like, there was... I didn't really even know much about photography. Right. I was, like, in photography class. I was learning mostly about Photoshop and shit right, like that, right. too. So. <clears throat> so I was already, like, kind of doing that shit on the side as a hobby anyway. Mm. And then, um, yeah, then I w- that's when I was like, oh, I want to do fashion. So I went to fashion school, saved up, and the first thing I bought wasn't even, like, clothes or anything like that. I bought a camera and a tripod, and uh, and that was, like, a couple grand. Or, right. like, it was, like, I think it was, so like, you got your first camera? Yeah. yeah. When I bought my own first yeah, camera. Cause yeah, my, I that. My Fujifilm actually got stolen on prom night. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh. And the, that camera, too, that I bought with my own money that I, when I was working. That was stolen, too? That was stolen because we were doing, yeah, we were doing YouTube, and it was stolen out of my car. Remember? I didn't know it happened twice. Yeah. I, I, I guess had, I didn't know about the first one, mm-hmm. but the second one, I remember. I was just like, damn. Yeah. So when I was in college, I was working and going to school at the same time. So I had, like, no time for, like, food or anything, but I made sure I had time to, like, save up money buy the camera fucking uh, i made a movie not even with the camera because i had i couldn't even afford the camera at the time i was mm. i was making it with my phone and then i got the camera and i started practicing and shit and i wish i had more money in the beginning of when i was in san francisco because i would have like done a lot more mm. but i was kind of like at the time i was like un like not confident and i was like damn somebody right. might steal my shit again and i might get mugged so i was like i don't know yeah when I dropped out, not really dropped out, but mm. when I came back and I was like, I'm going broke. I, I chose to come yeah. back. I was like, because I was in school and I was like, I'm going broke and all they're doing is telling me to practice. I can do this shit at home. 
and I won't go broke and I can still like chase my dream and like, you know, do it more my way. Um, and then I came back and I told my teacher, I was like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to start a clothing brand, actual business and do this online for like another semester, see if I like it. And then I'm going to also start a side project, a YouTube channel with Axel mm. and Gio. I didn't know you said that. <laughs> I, I literally told my teacher that. So she was like, I don't think it's a good idea that you start two businesses at the same time. And I was like, no, 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 no. One's going to be a business and one's just going to be, you know, just for fun. Because mm. I, I still thought of it as like a hobby and something I could do for like promotion and like right. different stuff like that. You know, like get my name out there. You get your name out there. Gio gets his name out there. That's wild. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even thought, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even brought up, so that's, that's well, cool, man. Because at the time, I was like, yo, it's just for fun, so, like, I don't really have to, like, explain it all, you know? And, like, if you over-explain stuff, then it feels like you're trying to. Drowning someone out. Yeah. Much. You're throwing up on someone. Mm-hmm. Business term. <laughs> yeah. You say too much, you're pretty much throwing up on people. And that scares people. Yeah. So I wanted to be more like fun, you know? right. yeah. Right. We had fun for like we did like what two seasons of videos. We did, we did a bunch of shit. H O L E. Yeah. I off life entertainment. Yes, sir. Um. So before I move on, mm-hmm. the real question. Mm-hmm. Coffee <laughs> or tea? Uh, I'll take tea. Sounds good. Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Frederick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, a coffee mug. Oh fuck! Which one? You is? could actually. I think it's left. left. Yeah. My hands are sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. But this is actually a mug that you can get on the Lodge 1990X store. <laughs> I'm like weak. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, my hands are sweaty. Frederick, get the shirt. Thanks, Frederick. Thanks, Frederick. But uh, here's the tea. Thanks, Frederick. All right. So here is these are gifts that I personally made uh, in a sign of like appreciative of you being you and well, thank you. You know, doing your thing, man, because uh, you're killing it. You really are. I don't know about killing it. You but... are, bro. Can you? Just look at your old music video, and then look at the one that you recently made. Okay, I'll say my videos are definitely getting better. Yeah. But. He's killing it. (laughs) You need to watch this guy grow, but here you go, player. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you, thank you. Was that starting the YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. H-O-L-E, is what ignited the passion? Because you did it just to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And then. All of a sudden, kaboom, switch plans. I, I want to focus more on video than clothing right now. Mm, like, the, 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 the initial, like, idea to switch to videography stem from the, the right. YouTube show? Not, not necessarily. I think it was, like, I don't know. I was, like, I it got to the point where I was, like, I need to focus on one thing or the other thing, you know? Right. Like, I can't just focus on two things right. and, like, half-ass both of them or, yeah. like, you know, neglect one of them. Right. And so, I got to the point where I was, like, I really like clothing. I really want to chase that. But I'm not able to do it how I want to do it. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even if I invested 
as much money into doing clothing as I do into videography and photography, I still might just lose that money. I can't even sell that stuff and get the same money back. So, uh, like with camera stuff and camera gear, it holds its value. So you can sell it like five years down the line and, and you can get your money back. So I was like, I can't do it how I want to do it. I'm really not selling anything. I'm focusing a lot on just this. Mm. And I'm and it was like Gio was he needed music videos. I did right. like one or two of them mm. at the time. And I was like, "Well, I'll help Gio out for a while." And it got to the point where people were like asking me all the time, "How's the clothing brand? How's it going?" Oh, wow. How'd you deal with that? And I was like, every time they every time they asked me, at first I was like, "Well, they 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 like it." And then I was like, I'm not even putting anything out, so it just it was just like I'm not doing anything. I just keep saying I'm not doing anything. Nothing's coming. I'm not working That's on what anything. Was coming through your mind whenever someone asked that. Yeah, so I would just like kind of like, I would just kind of like be a little depressed about it. You know, it would hit me and I just feel sad because I'm like, damn, I don't even chase my dream. I'm just like right. working at a clothing store and bullshit. And so how did you uh, overcome that? Uh, I picked. Do you got to decide? What you want to do? Like, uh, did you cry? No, I didn't really cry. Okay. But I, I, I got, I got depressed. I'll say that. Um, just like a lot of sadness. You know? I was like, I'll just give up on fashion for a while because I'm just not able to do it how mm-hmm. I want to do it. And and people stop asking me about it. I'll like make a post, just kill it, you know, completely kill it, so oh. I could just like rip the bandaid off. And then um, once that was done, I started promoting my video work and telling everybody that I saw, like, oh, I don't do clothing anymore. I do videography mm-hmm. now. I, and, like, if you need any video work, hit me up. And then, you know, I still got the questions for a little while, like, oh, how's the clothing brand? And then I was like, I don't do clothing anymore. And then it got to the point where it was like, people stopped asking me. And then they started talking about, like, my video work and stuff more. And then that was, like, a confidence booster, too. But was it hard to, like, o- overcome that? Like, or was it just, like, time? Um, It did take time, yeah. And, like, the, the, the build-up, right? Because you had a build-up on the brand, and then, obviously, you switched. Mm-hmm. You needed to create another wave. Yeah, because, like, when, when I first started to really think about it, it was like I hadn't done anything for my brand in months and months and months and months. And I was Feels just, shitty. Yeah, and I was just sitting there and I was just like, I need to do something, something creative. <coughs> and if I don't, like, do something, it's going to just, I'm just going to keep feeling this way. Mm. So uh, that was a big part of it. And then, too, it was like I, I was getting more people telling me I was good at photography or good mm. at videography rather than people like really asking for uh like clothes and like shirts mm-hmm. and stuff so and then more people people started hitting me up for to do photography for them or do uh, like more music videos for them or do something for them for gotcha. like photography or videography wise mm-hmm. it was just easier that way during the decision making right of which way your path you're gonna go with Mm-hmm. For now, um, was that like? Were you more logically on it, or did you feel like super deep emotions? Like you're kind of let go of a part of you. 
Um, no, because I didn't really. Because to me, I'm. It's not like I'm letting go of anything. Because mm. I can, like I said, I could still. I could change my mind tomorrow and be like, I don't fucking right. like photography and videography. I just want to right. do fashion. So that my whole thing is, as long as I'm open to do that, do anything and change my mind and just go with how I feel. Mm-hmm then it's not like I'm letting go of anything. It's more like I can pause something okay. and then make money nice. in other ways. But, um, yeah, it was kind of like logically, because I, like, I take a lot of business advice mm. from like Gary Vee, right. yes, YouTube channel man. and stuff. And one of his things was, yo, if you're, it doesn't matter what you like to do or what your passion project is. Like, what are you good at? What do you like to do? And, like, what is the market telling you? Like, everybody that sees your shit, if you're not selling it to them, that's mm-hmm. your market. So, anybody that sees what you're putting out, that like, and they tell you how they feel about it, right. that's your market. So, Interesting. So, I just listened to the people around me and, like, and like strangers, too. And once, like, I was getting, like, even when I was doing YouTube with my mm-hmm. phone, I was getting recognition at school. People were recognizing me from YouTube. And all I did oh, was, yeah. like, talking into a camera. So, yeah. it was, like, if... I can get more feedback that way mm. and, and then like use that later for my fashion and so be it. But then it just turns out that I like doing videography and photography more. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a, a question that I feel like a lot of people are uncertain of when mm-hmm. it happens. But, um, how did it make you feel when me and Joe were like, oh shit, we gotta do our own. Um, I, that must have felt a little like, damn it, fuck, you know, like, cause I, I'm putting myself pretty much in your position mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, we were all in on it in yeah. the beginning, but damn, like, damn it, damn it, damn it. You know what I mean? So, um, well, like, cause the way it, it's not even, like I said at the time too, I was just thinking about it like a hobby. Mm. So it's not like I was too frustrated really i thought mostly i was like well i can try to do it on my own or try to do it with like one or two of you guys here and there or just like see what i can do i was kind of optimistic about it um but when you guys came to me yeah i was i tried to be like i always try to be understanding with stuff because i didn't really have like huge goals with it to begin with i like i I really just wanted us to have fun and then if you guys wanted to do other stuff that was cool too but um it could be frustrating yeah right some stuff like uh like when you could see the potential yeah and then you guys see potential in other avenues mm-hmm. you know that's fine but it's like it, it'd be frustrating it's like yeah. we could work together or like do something but mm-hmm. i can understand it too if you want to go your own way as well right so it's like hey it's a good head on your shoulders yeah and plus about it that way you know, if you guys pop up, pop off or anything, and you don't, and as long as we don't burn bridges or anything, right. you know, you can always mm. help each other grow. Yeah. So, and I mean, you did your thing, you got latched, and right. Gio did his own thing, he's still doing music. Yeah. And I found my path to, I mean, things worked out in the end, so. Yeah, that's true. Hey, man. It's a great way to fucking look at it. Because I, I legit had a little guilt, because I know what it, you know, I know what it's like to do everything. Because mm-hmm. you did everything, you did that pretty much put out ads promo posts yeah. yeah promo posts and uh he did a lot of the video editing a lot of the filming and you know this guy he did all the work and me and Jill were just like 
you know, whenever you came out with an, whenever you came up with an idea, we're like, okay, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, nonetheless, that one, that one, one, I forgot what it was. We had to guess something. We had to pull from the hat. Oh, and guess like the person. Yeah. Of like with I forget, like we did, like charades or something. Yeah. Something. Like heroes, villains, celebrities. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, no, that stuff is fun. I, like, see, that stuff, too, I, I mean, I didn't even really see it as work. It was just, like, it was just, like, yeah. fun stuff, man. We were just see? chilling. We were kicking it. And the crazy part is, too, so, like, m- many people don't know, like, I would take it, like, super serious, too, behind the scenes. I don't know if you guys thought about it, but, I like, when I was coming up with ideas, I'd be, like, up really, because I have insomnia anyway, so I'd be up really late just, like, coming up with ideas, writing shit down. I would do that, too. And, like, uh, when I got the video or whatever, editing and, like, fucking watching hella fucking editing tips and tricks and mm. what to do to be better on YouTube and all that stuff. And I was, right. But for me, I was, like, I'm just having fun. At the time, too, it was, like, mm. I think things I was frustrated with was, like, because I did always want things to get better. And I was, like, because I know my ideas are there. I mean, they can be good. Uh, but it's, like. The execution is what you really need and it's like i would always kind of like want in- input for mm, you guys and yeah. there would be some input but then we would like i don't know it was like uh geo would always be always be like i don't know yeah, it's cool whatever <laughs> and then or like we would come up with an idea and we would like just put ideas in but it was like mostly it was like yeah it's what it's good it's whatever you know it's cool but like more input would have been Cool, because I feel like we could have like grew even more. Right. I had like different ideas and stuff, but you know you get frustrated like, mm-hmm. and it, it just working. Right. You know. So I, I leading off of that, so pretty much like working with friends. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do want to do that. Yeah. Right? Working with and, friends. And um, no one ever knows what's on the other side, mm-hmm. right? How they really feel. They probably in the moment, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But then later down the road, like, things obviously fall off. Because obviously, me and Jill fell off. Mm-hmm. We did. And, but you had a good head on your shoulders. What I'm trying to get is, uh, for me, I, I want to say never start anything with friends um, unless you really can feel that they, they're up for the part. Or to carry, match your energy is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, what can you tell? Because um, who knows who's viewing? I have the viewer count off. Whatever. <laughs> um, chat, if you're typing, sorry, I'm not looking. Um, but I appreciate you guys for showing up. Honestly, this is this is this is getting deep, it's getting nitty gritty. But um, what advice can you give to people on that topic? Start. Like they, they, starting they're, stuff they're, with friends because yeah the viewer could be on the edge right of starting, starting something with and investing something right now right what's your best advice in that situation um <clears throat> so from my perspective right because i don't really know what you got you and geo were thinking because i was like forever ago but in my head when i like approach you guys with starting the youtube channel mm-hmm. Like, that was kind of, like, my idea, and, like, I was thinking of it more as, like, it was, like, it was our channel, but, mm. you know, it was, like, my idea, so I was, like, it's like I'm doing all the work and stuff, so, like, I had the idea, 
and if I have the idea, I'm going to put up most of the work anyway, because mm. it's kind of like my baby. Right. Right. So if you're starting something with friends, I would say if you really want to do it, like it, have clear roles of what each other are going to do for the would business. You say document that? I mean, yeah, or... if you if you like if you really want to get legal with it or like, you know, you want to make sure everyone's covered and everything, always document stuff, either written, digital, like email, you know, right. always have clear like but always have clear understanding of what each other's roles are because if you think that you're 50 50 with somebody but they think well i'm 10 percent and you're 90 percent, so i'm gonna do 10 percent work and you're gonna do 90 percent right. work because you know i'm just gonna that's what i think my role is so i would have like clear roles like if you want somebody to be part of your business like as an investor mm. like they own part of it that doesn't necessarily mean that they are gonna run part like part of it too so you know have clear rules for each other or like you know just talk talk to each other make sure you know communication is always necessary because that's yes. where things always fall yes. apart and if you're not talking to each other it's hard to fucking know what each other's thinking you know like not i said readers, bro. yeah i didn't know what you and geo were thinking back yeah. in the day when we were working together doing mm. youtube and stuff so um and we would talk here and there, but, you know, we, it was more just, like, fun, you know. Mm. So, I'm, I'm sure, like, if you aren't able to sit down and talk to somebody, then you can't work with them, you know. Yeah. So, it just de- yeah. just depends on, like, what role you need fulfilled. Because you might be really good at something, and your friend might be really good at something. And if you both handle those roles, you guys can fucking build a Knock business. Out, yeah. Look at Red and Link. They're best friends, and like one's good at one thing, one's good at another thing, mm. and they, you know, puzzle pieces, shit. yo. So, but that doesn't mean you're gonna be, you know, complimentary with everybody. You right. just gotta know, like, one person might be a great number two, but they want to be a number one, and you can't, like, you can't stroke somebody's ego right. if you want to be like doing what you need to do. Can't worry about other people, so. <clears throat> Facts. And if you are the boss, you got to remember that you're working for everybody that's under you. So yeah. you got to take care of those people <clears throat> other so they can take care of the business that you guys are trying to run together. Mm. And if you are like if this person that is your friend is just being an asshole and, you know. Yeah. And they can and they're just pushing you around and stuff, you know, you got to be you got to think about it like if they're going to be an asshole to you and your homie, you know, and it's business and shit, or they're not fulfilling what they need to do and they know they can slack because they're your homie, you can't be afraid to be like, yo, this is business. Mm. You got to do what you got to do. Otherwise, you know, we can't, can't do this anymore. I feel like that's the safe word. Yeah. For sure. It's like, yo, this is a business. Yeah. You do the, realize that. You just got to remember at the end of the day, it's a business. So yeah. if anybody's costing money, and that's sad to say, but if anybody's costing you money or just like making it so you can't make as much money as you would or like make as many moves as you want, you know, mm-hmm. if you are being hindered in any way, you got to not be afraid to cut, cut that person like out of the business or like, you know, talk to them. Yeah talk to them and see what's and if up they take it the wrong way obviously that was the wrong person yeah so you can all you can do is what you can do yeah you know talk to the person if they feel some type of way about it but hey, you right. tried yeah. all you could do is try 100 percent could agree with that definitely did what you could you could only do so much for someone else yeah maybe it's just not their time right there to be that person for a business yeah i mean and that doesn't that also means you don't have to burn any bridges too right 
So if you don't want to work with that person and you think they might get their shit together later down the line, you you could always be like, yeah, come back. You know, yeah. it depends on what you really want to do and like how that shit happens. Mm-hmm. Now after that, I, I have um, a really really good question for a lot of creative people out there. Where um, is that creative block? Oh, creative block. Dude, this for all you creative heads out there, dude, it's so stressful. So, give me a couple examples on some projects that you had, and you're just like, no, that's a horrible idea. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm tired. <laughs> My brain is dead now. Yeah. So, uh, give me give me some of the stories of that, and then give me uh, examples of how you overcame a creative, creative block. So... This would happen a lot. I mean, like, this would happen every single time I would go to, like, make a shirt design mm-hmm. or a hat design or something. So, oh, that already pisses me off. Yeah. Like, grinding my gear. And so, there would be times where literally I would be sitting there, like, all night, just, like, redoing something, removing something. And I would start out with one design, finish it, you know, and be like, what the f- did I just do? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was cool, I thought it was gonna be cool, and then I was, and then I like blink my eyes. And I'm like, damn, this is corny. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want it to look like this. So I would like change everything, change colors, move everything around, and I would keep doing it over and over again, and I would be like, and it would just be a mess. Give me a time limit. Time limit. Yeah. Dude, like honest. five hours, bro. Of just redoing and trying to click. Like click, from click. start to beginning, start to finish. Because this is when I was like, I was making clothes when I had just like a laptop, like a Toshiba laptop. I remember that shit. And oh uh, my god, that shit would take forever. I would move one thing and it would take like five minutes yeah. to do it. But uh, yeah, man. When you get like, but I, I learned to get through that because I remember uh, a writing quote like what writers do when they get creative block they just keep writing even if it's nonsense just huh. keep writing or keep typing out until they kind of get an idea of a story so i always try to work through it but um you know sometimes your frustration can't get the better of you you just gotta quit just be like you know come back with fresh eyes the next day mm-hmm. leave what you got and then finish it later but to really get through a creative block that's what i would do i would just keep working keep going change don't be afraid to change anything or mm. move anything around it's going to take hella long like I, I i know there are videographers that literally take like 150 hours editing videos music videos so because I'm, I'm i'm that gorilla style like you get it bing 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 bong done mm. bare minimum right like i won't do too much at all just if anything color correction mm-hmm but you take your time. You, you've developed your patience, especially with that Toshiba laptop, bro. That taught you patience. Cause, dude, <laughs> cause my computer now I can just fly through it. Yeah. But you definitely are impatient because I have the, the, the Toshiba laptop, and I moved from the Toshiba to the I bought a uh, MacBook Pro, like 15 inch, to late 2008 model off of eBay. Was that, was that a happy purchase? It was a happy purchase until I was like getting better, and then I then I was just like bogging down and down, and it was just the same. Slowly thing. killing it. Yeah. yeah. And so then when I made the upgrade to my new computer, I like it was like light speeds, you know. I was like pew, and then just doing stuff right. way too quick 
then and I was like, man, I'm like finishing these whole videos in a day. Hockeys. Yeah. <laughs> Not even hockeys. What? No, I'm talking oh, about no. like because the I was like I already know what I would want to do because when I was editing on the other computer, I would be like planning shit ahead. So I was like, okay, this is what I want it to look like in my head. And then if it doesn't look like that, I'm going to wait until it does. But now I can just edit hella quick. Mm-hmm. But you, a lot of mistakes and shit. So I learned to take my time even, like, use the patience I have to take my time to, like, make sure every little second of it is is what I want it to look like. Can you show me your render times back then? Oh, yeah, the render times would fucking kill me. Cruise, Think- even for just three minutes? Mm-hmm. Think about that. With editing back in the day, I would like finish a video, right? And you then tell me it takes a week, bro. <laughs> yeah, finish oh. a video, put it on a re- put it on a rendering fucking queue, and like come back later, like so, like I, for the week long one. I think I was doing a movie or something, mm. but for like regular ones it would take like a day so i would just leave it going i would start in the morning finish it and then come back next the next day and see everything that i had done and all the mistakes and like all the little shit that i missed mm-hmm. then redo it all over again take another day look at it again <laughs> fucking take another day so like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Die, but I'm going back to clothing. <laughs> <laughs> but that was when I was like, I was like, yeah, I can use this for clothing. So I was like, yeah. I gotta learn it. The skill, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You could apply that skill to everything mm-hmm. that you want to do now. It's like a tool on the belt now. Yeah, because I was, I just practiced, mm-hmm. just whatever I want to take pictures of. Like uh, I did food photography recently. Mm. I, I was like, been talking about it for months. About how I just want to go to a restaurant, a little restaurant somewhere, order some food, either bring my camera and do it in the restaurant, or mm. just take the food home, do a little setup at my house, take the pictures, and like edit them like professionally, and see what it looks like. And then yesterday, or was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, or the day before yesterday. Yeah. I uh, picked my girlfriend up after work. We went to the taco spot and um, Palsbo, and got the tacos. And on the way home, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I just do a setup, and so awesome. I have my like new light, my new lens and shit at home. So I did a setup. Had a, I have a little table, like only flat surface I have in my mm. room is little bitty ass table that's like, like not even five five feet off the ground, you know? Jeez. It's like three feet tall, and I put the cleaned it off because it was like stained up. Clean it off. Did the whole setup. Yeah, uh, had the light. Fucking have my tripod and just went at it. Before uh, Stephen Caroni, yeah, um, I was a photographer for uh, this company in Palsbo, school photographer, quality school portraits. Yes, and uh, I learned to like not just blast pictures, mm-hmm. but like take a picture and like be more like methodical about it, about how I take the picture and like where to look at the details before mm-hmm. I just like like fire off because. You know, we have to go through so many people at a time, right. and you gotta like finish. Filter through all those. Gotta, too. We were doing like, uh, like a class per, per, per ten, ten to five. We I, if we were going full steam at class every five minutes, because there's two photographers, and we're talking about like thirty-five kids. Per class. Per class. Jeez. Some dude. less, some more, but roughly like 30, 30 to thirty-five kids. You know. 
And then if they're younger, you know, usually like 20, 25 mm. kids. But usually in the high 20s. So speaking of that gig that you scored, mm-hmm. was that, uh, did you feel, did that make you feel good that you finally landed, you know, a job in a creative field that you enjoy? Yeah, dude. Was it feel like you're, you're, you took that stepping stone, you know what I mean? Like, woo, it feels good to be here. Well, cause before, before it, when you're just doing freelance work or you're just doing work for homies and friends and stuff you like you can people can call you like a photo photographer or videographer or whatever you can call yourself that right but until i feel like for me until i got a job in the photography field and i could be like somebody that works in that field says like my work is good or is it standard to what they are then i was like then i can say like i'm a photographer or videographer but you know since then it's like most people don't really understand what a photographer or a videographer is. Mm-hmm. So whatever knowledge you have, like you have about it, you could be, you know, amateur photographer. Right. You know, it just, it's just, it's just like the word photographer or videographer isn't such like a bold, big title anymore since I've been working mm-hmm. there. Cause I thought it was like the state of honor, you know, I'm a photographer right. or whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't know. People say, if I ask me if I'm, that or whatever like when i when i'm on my job i'm like i guess you say that yeah right you know it was like a confidence boost because i was like i'm good enough to do it not only i was good enough to do it i was good enough to stick out through the season and be asked to come back full time right because i because it was a temporary position at first and then at the end of it he was like well i might pick like one person he had hired somebody else during the season so everybody was gonna get cut afterwards but mm-hmm. i just kept going until the very end you know all the way up until he was like well we don't really have anything for you to do as a photographer and um he called me like a month after that a month or two after that and offered me the position because the person he had hired during the season mm-hmm. moved to california Lit. so yes. yeah <laughs> i mean persistence dog like yeah i knew that i would have to find something anyway but I stuck it out, and then he recognized that, like, I had... I mean, I don't know about talent with that specifically, but I had enough knowledge to keep going and to get to the point where I could could be known as, like, a career professional. Mm. The way he, he talked about it, too, is, like, you gotta, you gotta think about it like this. When you are selling photography or doing somebody's photography work, you gotta think about it, like, how this, for them, is a memory and it, you're and you are handling their memory and making sure that Whoa, it's preserved for deep. them. Yeah, he's like every picture that I've taken for the last 30 years, I have like come back and connected with them and I'm their photographer. Like they know me as the photographer, the school photographer, and I've like seen these people grow, seen them move up, you know, and they remember me. And like they remember me because of the pictures and I made them smile or like mm. something, you know. And not even that, like, if you think about, like, when you were in school, the photographer, you might have been nervous because it was photo day, like, and, like, you're going right. to be in the yearbook and all this stuff. Yeah, you make them feel comfortable. Yeah, so, like, if you got an asshole photographer, you're going to remember that asshole photographer. But if you have a good photographer that made you feel comfortable and confident and you got the best picture that you can get, then you're going to feel better about that picture, even if you don't remember the photographer. And just, like, knowing that you can help people in that way like because i think about it like when i was in school i had some fucked up photographers yeah. taking some whatever pictures you know very good 
blood. Yeah, and like you could really like screw somebody's self esteem up, you know. So. Oh yeah, you start developing your your emotional state at that point. Yeah. Sure. So like we, you gotta like, some kids are just sad too, sad and angry, and they like have really bad days and shit, mm-hmm. and like that could be the one and only time you can. That trigger. Yeah, the one and only time they can get to talk to somebody that, like, cares a little bit. Right. Even if they have a teacher or somebody, but it's, like, one more person that cares about them, you know, getting mm-hmm. a good picture, you know, whatever. How, helping them out with the, the task they have to do that day. That's that uh, more than money mentality right there. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you are literally at this idea, because I saw somebody talk about money back in the day, mm-hmm. like if this was when we were in high school, and I was, and I had this thing that I would always tell myself in my head, like, if you chase money, all you're gonna get is money, like, no matter what, like, if you chase money and that's your goal, you're gonna get it, but that's all you're gonna have. You're not gonna get anything else because all you all you're planning on is the money. So if you're not trying to do something with purpose, other than getting money then like you're gonna feel unfulfilled the whole time and you're always gonna try to fill that hole with more money or more stuff mm-hmm. or so i always try to do something that i want to do rather than just chase after the money because mm-hmm. <laughs> money runs out man money's yeah. funny shit look at look at funny money look at fucking 2020 bro everybody lost their job so yeah. you can do so much mo- you could do so much more with money like i was able to upgrade my camera gear and shit so i'm not saying do shit free but i'm saying have a goal for everything you're trying to do because even if you get the money what are you going to do with it right you're just going to keep it you better have a plan for yeah. what you're going to do with that money because like i see everything i do with like camera stuff as an investment yeah so i'm investing myself and i can like make more money later with like camera work or something but if you if you just have money sitting around it has to be spent or it's going to go somewhere and you're just going to spend it on bullshit yeah. And then it's going to be gone. That's right. <laughs> I still do. Still learning. Still learning. We always learning. That's okay, though. But it's like, if it's bullshit for the wrong reason. Yeah. Because that, that's another thing that Gary V has, like, kind of installed into me just by watching his content. It's like, a lot of people buy the bullshit to impress people that they don't really give a fuck about. They're just trying to impress them. So, like, if it's something that you like, like, it's what you like. Mm-hmm. You know? Buy what you like reward yourself i'm just saying like you're never gonna feel happy with money like even stuff like get stuff that makes you happy don't get stuff that you think will make other people think that you're cool yo that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of viewers (laughs) out there no for sure because at the beginning of this year Mm -hmm. like the past years before that Mm -hmm. that's how i I wanted to buy the coolest clothes to impress people. I wanted to have the coolest gadgets. Just goes, I mean? yeah. I don't know. It's a I, tough pill. I haven't bought, like, I'm a fashion guy, and that's where I started, but I haven't bought clothes or, like, mm. shoes or anything in a while. Like, I bought myself bands when I worked at Journeys, so I had a discount. Right, right. I always buy shit on discount. Yeah. But, like, I'll spend, like, fucking $700 on a lens and, like, fucking $1,200 on a body. <laughs> and not even think twice about it like i'll think i'll think heavy about it before i buy it to make sure i can use it and shit but then all of a sudden yeah like and that's that's gone but i'll mm-hmm. fucking take months and years to fucking pay off a ticket you know, right shit just you know but 
But that's just because you have the vision, though. You know what I mean? If, if it applies to the vision, bye-bye, money. I mean, but it's a little, bye-bye money. It's a little selfish, too. Yeah. Well, that's what you have to be to run something. Yeah, but I, it's like, like I said, like, the way I see it is, as long as you are investing into yourself in the end, mm-hmm. then it's not really, like, bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. you have to take care of yourself, man. Like, your mental, like, if your mental is not there, then, like, nothing's gonna be. When were you aware of that power? What? A power of, of your mental? mental? Like, yeah. Because I know for sure when you first started, you didn't get everything. You weren't aware of everything that you are now because you've been through some shit. Yep. chasing what you're doing mm-hmm. you know what i mean so when did you figure that out that well, that was a power well like the mental aspect of it like yeah. making sure you your mental like, like there. developing it like the development that goes behind running something chasing something um i don't know I, maybe it's always just been in because the way i grew up mm. is a lot different than a lot of people the way other people right. grew up I always had to figure out ways around shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the way I learned how to cook, for example. I still don't know. <laughs> the way I learned how to cook was, like, I would get hungry, right? And I would go in the kitchen, and this is, like, what I do as a stoner. But as a kid... Give, give me an age. Like, five, five... Or not five, okay? Like, seven is when I came to Washington. So, like, okay. seven to now... Okay. I was, like, kind of tinkering around in the kitchen. And, like, there wouldn't be very much, you know? So you got to, like, be fucking scrappy. You got to fucking, you know, put shit together and not be afraid of shit, you know? Because otherwise, you just might be hungry, man. And yeah. so if there's not much and you can and you know how to put shit together, you don't need much. Right. So, and, like, just, just in general, like, if you, like, I feel like that's a lot where it came from, kind of, because, like, my whole situation of growing up, too, is not the greatest. Like, I don't know how many people know, but, like, my mom, her mental health, like, she's schizophrenic. Mm. So, she's been schizophrenic since, like, she had me. So, she hasn't been, like, there mentally. Like, she has severe schizophrenia and depression. So, you didn't get that parent to be there for you yeah. in that way. Yeah. No, she was there, but it was, like... If your mom is in her own head and she's talking to herself, like, she can't be a mom, you know? Right. She has to take care of her. Like, right. she needs other people to take care of her. She mm. can't take, a me- take care of me. Right. And my dad finally moved up here when he was able to, like, you know, uh, I think he got, like, a welding license or something. He okay. started working for the shipyard and stuff and getting jobs that way. And so I lived with my dad for a while, and then he had to go back on the road. So it was, like, a lot of, like, moving around, being in, like, like obviously we didn't have a lot of money and stuff like yeah. that, too. So, it's like, you gotta be, like, if you give up, life can, like, really fuck you up if you if you let it. Mm-hmm. But me, it's, like, I didn't want to end up letting shit like that get me down. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or, like, just fucking sitting and wallowing in my own misery. And I guess that just turned into, like, me just being, uh, just, like, mentally being there for yourself yeah kind of because like if like if my dad's on the road working a lot and the people that are looking after me are like my really 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 old grandma that can like barely talk Mm. because she's like southern and doesn't have any teeth and like or like my cousin that's like five years older than me at the time you know and we're only we're like little kids and stuff running around like you kind of have to like not not necessarily look after yourself but like there's not very many people you can always talk to. You're only to. child? Yeah, only child. Damn, son. So, like, you really have to get that mind ready 
yeah. faster than yeah. And know. I and people will think I'm spoiled or whatever, but like a lot of the stuff that I had, to, like I have or had, I had to work for. It. Like my dad's whole thing was like, I'll get you whatever I can get you, like, but you have to get your grades or you have to prove that you're right. like working for it. That's fucking deep, bro. Like. Even though I've known you for this many years, I don't even know. It's got to be over 15 or something. Yeah, because me and Gio met in the second grade. So we were like, I wasn't sure. But I didn't know. It didn't. I didn't start being aware until I started Lash in Mm -hmm. 2017. That's not. That's when I started developing that. Holy shit. These learning the sacrifices, learning the. I just have to deal with this for now Mm -hmm. and then hope for to get whatever whatever to get to the next spot yeah uh but i was just never aware of thinking on the other side of the other pair of eyes that i look at you know what i mean like yeah dude dude <laughs> let's fucking go bro i'm glad we're talking about this cause yeah that gives me way more way way more not that it's i like, didn't respect you that much you know i i respect you but holy cow dude cause like I have for me I got like four siblings yeah you know yeah. I got people to talk to not just that just get my stress off on yeah to you know mm-hmm. you have to like figure it out at a young age my mom's not looking after me cause she mm-hmm. has she, she can't right my grandma's gotta look after her kids you know mm-hmm. she kinda looks after me too but at the end of the day like that's her family right you know I'm family too but I'm a grandkid right um my dad's doing his own thing. He can. He looked after me for like many years, but like a lot of the time, I was like bouncing around too. So, right. still, you know, I can't always count on him. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin and my grandma that did look after me when I was a kid, they passed away in the same summer. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, my grandma passed away. For, I think she had like uh breast cancer or something, and she was just getting old and old age and stuff. My cousin. He passed away like heat stroke. He went to a coma for a week, and then Dang. they took him off the ventilator, and he passed because his heart was like fucked up or something. Mm-hmm. And his mom didn't tell him and, until obviously until it was too late. Right. So yeah, it was like crazy, 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 crazy. So it was like you know, gotta be gotta be your own friend sometimes. You know, yeah. Gotta look after yourself sometimes. That's important, I think. I think people would start making the right friends if they focused on that first. But yeah. that's impossible when you're a kid. You don't know what to believe at it, that point. You it's soak hard. in everything. You still people still don't know what to believe in. Speaking about like, you know, people being there, I wanna I wanna talk about role models. Role models. Yeah. Look. Uh, a lot of people say there's always a role model. Mm-hmm. I, and I think in the in the long run you start to realize who it is or yeah. who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, who did you look up to and um what was it about them that, you know, you really liked? Like... And did they teach you anything? Like, just in general or, like, for photography? In general. In general. In general. It could be... Role models. It could be just you as a person, like, someone that you looked up, like, I want to be like him or something like that, in a way. Or in video, like, was there was a couple, anybody? Well, there's a couple... I have a couple, like, role models, I would say, just in general. Um, like... One big role model I think that got me into art was my cousin that okay. passed away. Um, ooh, the one with the heat stroke. Yeah, uh-huh. he was. Um, 
before I think before he was in the college, he was like really into art and he would like draw and other stuff. I don't know if you knew him. He I think he went to school at the same time as you in Bremerton. Uh, Courtney Cardell Stone. He was on the football team. I'd have to look him up. Yeah. Yeah. He but they had a whole memorial at the uh, high school for him and retired his jersey and shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And um, so he was really art artistic and he like talked to me a lot and gave me like weird like you know dad advice like you know the talk the birds and the bees <laughs> talk and stuff that he was the person that gave me the talk first That's before tight. my dad yeah he was like my big brother um so like i i even at one point i was like i'm gonna do football in the spirit of him or i'm gonna do something creative because i always like thought he was like really good artist and stuff so i wanted to like kind of kind of like my whole thing when I was in school too was like I want to do something that will uh will uh not impress but I want to do something that will um like I want to do something that will make them proud like my grandma my my cousin because they're not here to do anything else you know Mm. I want to do something that's going to make them proud so I looked up to him a lot like because he wanted to be a pro football player even though he like like his heart and shit i didn't even know if it affected him when he was in high school Mm -hmm. or anything or if he just played through it or whatever so like he did it all the way up until he died like chasing his dream so that's respect yeah yeah that's mad respect and so i was like you know i want to do something i want to do chase something and and, like do it until i die Mm -hmm. if i can you know and uh but like videography people i looked up to were like youtubers and stuff a lot of them like peter mckinnon um uh i can't remember other people's names right now i have them all on my like youtube YouTube, but like peter mckinnon is like one big person i looked at like my older brother showed me him yeah i've been looking at him and so i watched him a lot in the beginning and like the way he started was like he started just as a camera guy in a camera shop and then Mm -hmm. he like built his way up so um to like just like as a brown person like michael jordan like i my favorite movie growing up back in the day was space jam and and the beginning where like you see his house and mm-hmm. what his house looked like and his basketball court right, outside right. and everything i related to that scene like a lot because that is what my town looked like growing up that oh, little oh, shack okay. right there like we had i had a trailer that i grew up in when i was in uh earl arkansas but mm-hmm. people who had houses they looked like that house that you see in the Michael Jordan movie, right? Uh, but with no basketball court outside, right. right? So it's like a little shack town, you know? So it was like, he he grew up and just like me, you know, like black and just like in poverty, but he like was able to get his way out of it doing something he mm-hmm. loved and like, nice. now he's like a fucking, right. you know, legend. legend in like in the business and in his career field, like mm-hmm. of basketball. And, like, people say he's not the GOAT or he's the GOAT or whatever. But I feel like anybody who was able to chase their dream, like, set themselves up for life or, like, even if they're just successful and they lose all their money or whatever, but they were able to do what they were loved to do, dude, that's, like, you're a legend. So. For sure. I definitely look up to people who are just doing what they love. Yeah. I could agree with that. I'll respect anyone that's truly... And you could tell. You could always tell when someone's for real. You mm-hmm. know, I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's see in a week. Yeah, in a week. Hey, how's that? 
thing going. Oh, you're not doing. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, remember when I got drunk at that party? It was I forget what party it was, but it was at <laughs> it was at um. Oh yeah, you remember? I was here. Yeah, no, no, no. no? It was at was Daniel's it? house. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, long story short, I got drunk as fuck. Like we, I downed a bottle with our with our early good friend Jax, right? Shout out to Jax. And I had been watch. This is the time I was watching uh, Gary V like every fucking day. <laughs> So I was Gary Veeing people, dude. And but my whole spiel wasn't even like a Gary V spiel. It was like, okay, what's a starter sentence that I could get somebody? And I remember too, I was like, okay, so what do you what do you want to do? Right. Yeah. And then people were like, I forget somebody was like, I want to be a monk, right? Uh-huh. I was like, okay. So what are you doing right now to get you one step closer to be a monk? Mm-hmm. Because you could literally go online sign up find a find a monk ministry or whatever right like find a ticket like however much the ticket costs if that's what you want to do fuck it and just sell a bunch of shit sell your ps4 right you know get out get the money you need this to is get logically the ticket. people yeah logically. sell your stuff you know stuff that you don't need to be a monk or whatever you're trying to do you know buy the plane ticket you can sign up for it. They have like internships and right. stuff that you can do there, or you can yeah. just you just go one, go to there and be like, hey, I want to, I want to do it, or whatever. Try, at least try to do it. Right. You know? And uh, but like, there's one thing that everybody can do right now to be one step closer to their dream. And I was like, like what are you gonna do today? And what are you gonna do tomorrow? Yeah. And like, what are you doing? To, <laughs> what are you doing? Like every day, you're just bullshitting. Yo, that was to everyone at the party, though. Yeah. Every single person. And it was, it, it was like, I don't know why I was doing this, but I was like, man. Man, you're, you're on a vibe. I was dude. on a vibe, but, on a vibe. but I wasn't trying to do it like. You meant well. You I, meant well. I wasn't like like angry about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I was like, if people want to leave the conversation, I was like. Yeah, right, right, right. I was like, ah. He's like, that. well, that's on them. Obviously, they don't want to get closer. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, No, I feel it. I feel where you were coming from. But I don't, I don't know. The advice got lost. In the, it was know, just in the funny to see, to see you move around and do it to everybody. Yeah, bro. Because yeah. I remember I overheard them when you got me, and they're like, "Oh, they got him. The lot got that. The lot got ace." But hey, it happens, bro. Yes, sir. There's, there's a lot of people that want to do something, and the mm-hmm. thing that stops them from doing it is obviously they, they don't know how to start. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. They're not aware of the resources that they actually have. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you get people that are like, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do mm-hmm. this? How do you do that? Yeah. And you're like, dude. <laughs> no. What is that? Like, how do you fix that? How do you fix somebody, like, asking you? Yeah. Or, like, if I'm the person that's, like, at doing the asking. Right. Um, you, you're that guy that's like, I want to do this, but I don't know, I don't how. know how to set up. The Streamlabs, I don't know how to set up my big cartel. So, one thing that I always, like, think about is, like, you can't be afraid to fuck up. Mm -hmm. So, if you're afraid to fuck up, you're already losing. Yes. So, one thing you gotta think about is, like, there are no mistakes. Like, if if you post something or if you do something or, like, you don't know how to set something up, like, nothing has to be perfect, for one. So, if you put out something that isn't your brand and, like, you don't like it in a week, you can always take it down. Right. Like, you can always, like, fix something. There's no end-all, end, end all, be-all. And I feel like that's 
People want everything to be perfect right when it starts, but you're going to end up changing it like mm-hmm. either a week later or six months later or six years later. Like whatever it is, like it's not that important. So like getting it out is always the most important thing. So don't be afraid to fuck up to Google. Yes, you said it, the dinger, the dinger. Dude, like, everyone has a smartphone, and if you don't have a smartphone, you might have a computer, and if you don't have either one, you have a library that has a computer, and it's free to go to the library. So there's really, like, like no excuses to do the research. Um, And I'm not, like, saying only go to the library to use the computer. Like, they have books and shit there, too, obviously. Mm -hmm. To, like, do more research and, like, see what other people are saying about it and shit like that. But, like, in general, like, shit's free out there. The knowledge is free. You don't have to pay pay for the knowledge. Like, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like, people are like, don't go to YouTube for this and that. But, like, literally people are making careers on YouTube to, like, just teaching people. For free. For free. And on top of that, like, I had a, a interview for a body shop, a Jeep mm. body shop, you know, and they have a YouTube channel. So, like, if you think YouTube isn't a resource, like, you have legit body shops that are putting out free content and showing you how to do stuff for free because they aren't making money on teaching you. They're trying to show you that, hey, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Come to me. Mm-hmm. and spend your money with me mm-hmm. but here's how you could do shit on your own right. in the meantime so it's like you could but you can spend money to get deeper knowledge into mm-hmm. it if you get to the point it's just like you have so much free stuff around you and not only free stuff you have resources that you don't want to use that you could use like for example um I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but there are a few people that I know that are like, I want to be a musician or something like mm-hmm. that, but they're waiting to get a camera and they're waiting to get a right. lens or they're waiting to get a mic or they're waiting to get this and that. Mm-hmm. Where like there are people right now that use a shitty ass mic or just their phone and they record with their computer, like the, the, the fucking one of these right. and make a whole video just dancing in the room and they're getting hundreds of thousands of views on youtube right now right and probably and making money off of it mm-hmm. don't and they might have to go to work but you know at some point they're gonna switch to just doing that or like they could sell shirts and mm-hmm. shit and they're not going to work right you know there's like certain things that are people are thinking like this has to look exactly like you know big sean's video or this has to look exactly mm-hmm. like fucking uh has to look like the wop video or whatever right. you know but nah bro you can like you can put out anything as long as the content that you're putting out is what you want to put out. Yeah. It doesn't matter because you can always get better. So mm-hmm. I think what stops a lot of people isn't even like the knowledge part of it. It's their own self. Like, yes, bro. <laughs> it's like if you're already telling yourself, I don't know how to do this. I don't think this is going to work. If you're stopping yourself before you even start, which a lot of people do Ooh. just without even knowing facts. Like, like you're 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 literally telling yourself no before mm-hmm. anybody else has even said anything. Behind closed doors you're telling yourself no. So even if the market does tell you no, that should be a good thing because you know now that that's one thing you're not gonna try again. Right. Or it's not good enough, but it could be better so you can improve. Like there's so much like 
even if it's a no or even if it's a yes if it's a yes it's almost as bad if it's a if it's a no because you don't why they liked it unless mm-hmm. they tell you specifically mm-hmm. so you're forever going to be chasing that yes right and you might be fucking yourself up and it just might be like a parody of that over and over again and then it's a no Ooh, you know? and then once you get into that that pattern man yeah you can't get out of it you're stuck unless you're obviously mentally aware of that pattern and then you can switch things up yeah so if you don't chase after that shit and you're just putting out like what you want like as long as you like it and as long as you're like good at the end of the day like mm. like if you like it and it's what you want to put out I mean, that's all that should matter yeah my favorite quote was from will smith man he, he said it the best dude he said fail fail fast or fail more fail fast and i was just like damn because mm-hmm. you only learn from failures yeah because like fuck if you win like I butchered that, by the way, but... It, <laughs> but, yeah, I understand. If you... But that's what, um... Bernie... Or not Bernie Sanders. That's what, like, <laughs> Gary V says a lot, too. Like, like if you are only winning, you don't know why you're winning. Like, you... If you know what people don't like, you know, then that's, like, you're learning. Yeah. You made a mistake. You can learn from that mistake. Mm-hmm. You can be better. But if you're... If you have gone five years and not made one mistake, you, you're gonna fuck up sooner or later. Yeah. And you won't know how to handle it. Yeah. Ooh, can you imagine that, bro? Yeah. Everything just goes smooth for five years, and then all of a sudden, ding! Yeah. Piston pops out of the engine. Hey, coronavirus, bro. Ah. You're at the top of the fucking heap, right? You're doing the best, you know, whatever. A lot of these businesses. Restaurant, yeah, yeah, businesses, fucking banks, whatever. They're just spending hella money, not thinking around the corner that anything can happen like a pandemic. Right. So it's like, if you don't know... And if you're just, you know, you're just taking advantage of stuff or, like, putting the rules in your favor and you don't know how to handle the pressure, you don't know how to handle, like, not having that much money and, like, what to do if you don't have that much money or, like, how to budget or any of that stuff, mm-hmm. fucking sign, your up, sign yourself up for, like, a shitty time, my friend. Whenever you run into those, like, uncontrollable problems, mm-hmm. or say it is controllable, like, you should have yeah. done this better or whatever. Yeah, no, I've had do that you, too. Do you mentally talk shit to yourself mentally like you're a little bitch yeah yeah like that shit like come on Um, motherfucker like get the fuck up stop being a bitch uh see but that's the thing too like i try not to do that stuff just Mm -hmm. like for self-esteem reasons like uh david so i don't i don't know if you're a big david so guy i i used to watch him heavily well so yeah i don't know what he's up to now so when i was a when I was bigger, like when I was like almost three hundred pounds, um, I would watch different people to get like uh, advice about being overweight or mm-hmm. just losing weight and stuff. And I had a self esteem problem. And uh, David So he said this thing one time in one of his vlogs where he was like, "If you are down on yourself, you know, you should like, and you don't like it, the number one thing you gotta do is not be the first person to give you shit every day. If people are like coming at you and telling you you're fat and you're stupid and you're this and that, mm-hmm. you know, be the one person that's telling you that you're not that or tell yourself that you are good or you're like worth, you know, whatever you think you're worth, not worth. And um, just be the positive force that you, you should, that you want somebody else to be. For me, I'd like to say, like, talking to yourself, but you got to have a strong mind, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, not take that to heart. Yeah. But 
for me, talking shit to myself actually motivates the shit out of me. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it does, yeah. that's good. You got to find... Mm-hmm. M- everyone's different. Yeah. So whatever motivates you is going to motivate you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you if that's what you need, if you need somebody like telling you to stop being a fucking bitch and get mm-hmm. the fuck up off, off your ass and shit, then do it. Mm-hmm. But like if you need somebody to be to not tell you that stuff because everyone's already telling right. you that stuff, or like just you don't need that mm-hmm. energy, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to add to that. Mm-hmm. It just depends on like what what do you need on the inside, and you gotta you gotta figure out mm-hmm. how to motivate yourself. Not even motivate yourself. You gotta mm-hmm. figure out what you need to do what you gotta do yeah me talking to myself like i'm the only one that could tell myself how what i how, really think about yeah. myself because you know yourself yeah, exactly that's how i see things yeah like that's why i i feel like that's why i can talk to my shit to, to myself. Talk, but hey if you need to tell yourself some real shit man <laughs> yeah. like i said yeah but that's another gary b thing is like he doesn't give a fuck when, when people talk shit about him because like no one can really say anything about me or talk about me because they don't know me. Right. Because even if you knew me like five years ago or a year ago or whatever, like you don't know what I'm, who I am today. Mm-hmm. Like. Right. And I'm not saying like a mental health issue mm-hmm. or like I haven't had my coffee yet type of thing. Like, <laughs> bro, like people go through shit every fucking day, and sometimes just one day can change your whole life. So you could be one person one day and be somebody else a different day you know that's that's for everybody like shit changes like your whole life changes in six months and yeah. you don't even know it so one last question my or second to last question my friend uh, for sure. what can you say to the viewers that are out there that want to start something that have the burning passion that know that they deserve not only themselves but the world better deserves it. Yeah. yeah what can you say to them to help kindle their fire and motivate or in light from your experience and from my experience one so you whatever it is whatever you're trying to do right the number one thing you gotta do is just that whatever it is like if you want to bake go to the store and get some shit to bake if you want to like paint and you want to be an artist like just keep going and doing that and even if you think you're not the greatest and you really want to like do it just keep going and then get until you get to the point where you're like i want to do something else don't be afraid to put that down and do something else either but yo just do it like you can record with your phone to be a rapper you can like you know you can go outside and dance and record that shit to be a dancer like you don't need anybody else's opinion to do what you want to do you don't need anybody's input to do what you're trying to do and and if anybody's putting you down fuck that person even if it's your mom or your dad fuck that person because yo you have to live your life at the end of the day you know whatever it is you don't want regrets when you're about to die because you can't do anything think of like you're gonna die don't have any time you're gonna die mm-hmm. and you're not gonna have any time to do anything else there's no reset button even even if you get reincarnated, you're not gonna know what the fuck. <laughs> you're gonna it's gonna be whole new. You're gonna have to do it all over again. So do it while you know, you know. Yes, do it uh, now. Yes. While you feel it. Yes. So on the last question, then, where can these guys find you and follow you? And if you have any future projects, you got a camera right here. We're gonna put it on your <laughs> face again. 
Okay. And, uh, yeah, let them know where to follow you and uh, what you're working on. Um, I mean, you can follow me at Duke World on Instagram. Duke World, I think it's Duke Worlds. Duke Worlds on Facebook. Um, and usually I just post all my stuff there. Duke Worlds is uh, on Facebook, or Duke World is on. It's like my portfolio, so I have a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, me and Gio have something in the works. Like we haven't really finished it yet because we're she, she's still working on finishing the song, but that's gonna come out soon. It's gonna be some heat because you know Gio's been doing his thing. Um, me, I, I'm just you know doing my thing too. Like I do like practice shoots and shit. So um, it's not much much in the works with COVID, man. Let's I couldn't keep... couldn't have said it any better. So I want to thank everybody that came through. Uh, this is obviously a, a new thing, and we got tweaks on things. <laughs> I, got, I got to probably study my questions better, but hey, man, this that is all good. a learning process. Yeah, Hell um, good. I want to thank you know Delon here for coming through. But uh, from what I've picked up from this whole podcast is that always go, keep going, keep pushing. Even though something comes up, break that shit, go through it. You know what I'm saying? If, if it makes you happy, mm-hmm. right? And for those of you that are, are waiting to pull the trigger on that gun to go do something, oh, this is also what I got from today. Do that now. Yeah. Do it right now. Right now, because tomorrow, you're not going to do it. I bet you you won't do it. I bet you you won't fucking think <laughs> of doing it. So, thanks again for all coming through. Um, I'll follow up in the comments here after a five-minute break. And then I'll probably end up taking this video and actually streaming still and edit it all together, ready for everything. So thank you, Delon. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, bro. Thank you, man. I didn't know where that was going. (laughs) I don't know what the... Bro. You saw it live, bro. Yeah, yeah.